you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Greetings and welcome to the daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. We answer all your burning questions as you get set for week four in the NFL season. Jason Smith alongside Michael Fabiano, Adam Rank, the Admiral, Akbar, Baja, Biamila, and Molly Karam all here when we try to get into the starters club. Which players sitting on your bench should get that promotion to being a starter on your team? We'll play around a little bit with that. Also tell you some waiver wire gems you could pick up right now and plug into your lineup for Sunday. And Dr. Neil Gadadra stops by, our resident NFL fantasy medical analyst, give you all the inside information for guys like Harvin, Gronk, Amendola, Ivory, Steven Jackson, Miles Austin, RG3, and more. We will get you a complete breakdown of Thursday Night Football. That is just ahead. But, guys, first, Thursday's my favorite show of the week. Obviously, a lot of bad acting will display later in the Starters Club. What? Mm-hmm. So no Emmy for me? I think Akbar is pretty good. He, he is pretty yeah. good. But you what know what? What's more important Rank? is I'm 0-3 in my NFL AM Fantasy League. I need to redeem myself winless like six Ooh. of the NFL teams. That's not something you want to <laughs> admit on air. I'm an honest person. Speaking of that, let's get you caught up on the big news from around the league, starting with the quarterback change in Tampa. Bucks head coach Greg Schiano announced Wednesday that rookie QB Mike Lennon will take over as the starter in Tampa from Josh Freeman. So, guys, how does this move affect the fantasy value of the rest of the Bucks? Well, I wouldn't say that this is necessarily a bad thing for Vincent Jackson, for example, or Mike Williams, because we can't underestimate quarterbacks anymore. Geno right. Smith has come in. Santonio Holmes is suddenly looking good. Stephen Hill. EJ Manuel's come in. Stevie Johnson looks fine. So don't just think that because Glennon's a rookie, he's going to devalue your Buccaneers. And I still like Mike Williams as a sleeper this week, too. You never know with uh, Vincent Jackson battling some injuries. He's a guy I'm looking at, and you expect them to throw the ball a lot, too. Might help uh, Doug Martin in a PPR league. And also, again, as you said, uh, Vincent Jackson did not start today in practice. Here's Greg Schiano on why this was the right time for the team to make the quarterback change. It is beneficial, I think, in the fact that Mike will get to play a game and then have a week, a bye week, to really decipher through it and learn from the experience before he has to play his next game. That's a, uh, a side benefit of the decision, but it wasn't the, uh, by any means the reason that it was made now. We felt at this time 
that Mike Glennon gives us the best chance to win, and that's why we did it. Trouble on Revis Island. The move, of course, mean, means Josh Freeman's fantasy value has dropped to near zero. NFL media insider Ian Rappaport says Freeman has asked for a trade, but so far no teams seem interested. Guys, if you had Freeman as a backup, who would you consider picking up? Well, I don't like having too many quarterbacks on my roster. I stick with one guy, but I look at the bye weeks, and the thing to do is to scout and see who have the best matchups going forward. I know Jay Cutler has a great matchup in Week 7. Phillip Rivers has some nice matchups going forward. So look at the matchups, kind of play with your bye weeks, and go with somebody like that. Terrell Pryor. You guys knew I was going to say Terrell Pryor. Pick up Terrell Pryor. He's a superstar. The guy can run. All right, staying with the quarterbacks in Cleveland, Browns QB Brandon Whedon remains out with a hand injury, so Brian Hoyer will get the nod again on Sunday against the Bengals. Gentlemen, does the switch to Hoyer improve anyone's stock? Well, I'll tell you something right now. It certainly helped Josh Gordon, and it didn't hurt Jordan Cameron last week. The running situation right now in Cleveland is, is very questionable at this point. You're not going to be starting most of these guys. But, hey, if Gordon and Hoyer have this kind of a rapport after right. just one week, I like the fact that Gordon's upside here uh, could help you win a championship in your fantasy league. Gordon yeah. had an NFL high 19 targets last week. Yeah. Certainly great chemistry between the two. Here's a look at both quarterbacks, Brandon Whedon and Brian Hoyer by the numbers. And uh, looks like Hoyer clearly has the edge there, folks. Yeah, no he's looking, about it. And he's looking for the stars. That's what we like. Josh Gordon, as we just mentioned. And Jordan Cameron has just been fantastic. He is outside of Jimmy Graham. There's no other tight end I'd want right now other than Jordan Kim. Some people have actually compared Josh Gordon to Andre Johnson, and that's who we're going to talk about next here. Houston Texans coach Gary Kubiak says the star wide at Andre Johnson will be a game-time decision this Sunday as he recovers from a shin bruise. The Texans have the Seahawks, as Marcus mentioned yesterday in the show, guys. This is a bad matchup even in the best of times. Do you start him? If, if Andre Johnson starts for the Texans, he's got to start for my fantasy team, even if he's a three or a flex. But you're right, Molly. This is not a good matchup. This is a real risk-reward proposition if he is, in fact, active. It's tough because sometimes you don't want to sit your studs, but I've been sitting Roddy White even though he's yeah. while he's been battling that high ankle sprain, going to bench Larry Fitzgerald probably this weekend. So when you look at these guys, I love I, – I don't want to get burned by guys, have big-name guys who are on my bench, but – I don't like the matchup. I don't like the injury, so I'm benching. Seattle has the best secondary in the league. Reggie Bush was back at practice again today. Safe start? Reggie Bush is still a safe start. I like Joyke Bell. I think he's done enough now to earn him a flex spot each and every week. So I, whether, the, whether Bush is back or not, I'm going with both of them. It's not a great matchup on paper, clearly, because the Bears have one of the best defenses in the National Football League. But if Bush is active for the Lions, again, it's the same situation. He's no more than a, a two or flex, I mean, at the very least, for your fantasy football team. And I think Bell also has some flex value. And we see everybody's running back conundrums on Twitter. Everybody's got questions. And it doesn't seem like anybody has a wealth of options at this position. Yeah. So you got to go with those guys. All right, great info. I'll see you guys later when we're incognito in the Starters <laughs> Club. That's your recap of the news from around the league. Now we send it over for a look at the Thursday night game between the Rams and Niners.
Niners take on the Rams tonight in St. Louis. Jason Smith alongside Akbar Bajabi and Mila. Surprisingly interesting quarterback matchups. Let's take a look at things from a starting on Thursday night perspective. What players pass the Thursday night test? Players that no matter who they are, you're putting them in your starting lineup. Really the only guy universally is Frank Gore. He said he wants the football. It worked well for Mike Wallace, worked well for Antonio Brown. So Frank Gore is in your starting lineup. But what about Colin Kaepernick, Akbar? Suddenly there's questions. Can you play him and trust him on Thursday night? You know what? Thursday nights could be difficult because of the quick turnaround, but you got to think about it. What does Colin Kaepernick have on his side? He's got youth. Youth is going to allow him, it's going to be his bodyguard, allow him to transition with this three-day turnaround. But the other thing he has is he has the ability to run. I truly believe when you look at what DeMarco Murray Murray did to this uh, defense, you'll look and say, you know what? Colin Kaepernick is a running back, too. He's a quarterback and a running back. So I believe that he's going to be very successful in Thursday night football. I think you trust him. He's gone through a two-game slump. We know it. But Colin Kaepernick is the real deal. And I think he's got a chip on his shoulder to prove to everybody that last year wasn't a fluke. I know when I was 25 and I went out till 2 in the morning, I still got up at 7 o'clock for work. <laughs> Can't do it now. What about Anquan Bolden, 25th-ranked fantasy wide receiver on NFL.com for week four? Well, he's a physical wide receiver. I mean, that's his game. He's going to play in the intermediate route, and I think that's what Michael Crabtree did very well for Anquan, excuse me, for Colin Kaepernick last year, and that's where he's going to live. I mean, he's going up against a defense right now, when you think about it, and a defense that's given up seven receiving touchdowns. He's tied, that's tied fourth in the NFL. He's going to have a good game. All right, Jared Cook, one great week for the St. Louis Rams. Two not-so-good weeks. Does he pass the Thursday night test for you? Absolutely. Jared Cook is going to be the guy you're going to. That's because Sam Bradford is only looking at two guys. That's Tavon Austin and Jared Cook. Tavon Austin being targeted 26 times. Jared Cook tied for second on the team with 22 targets. I like Jared Cook to really go out there and be explosive. And this is something to think about, too. There's no running back on this team that has a touchdown right now. So that means they're targeting somebody in the red zone. It's Jared Cook. All right, here are your Rams projections by Akbar and myself. We're pretty close. You have Daryl Richardson for a better game. Isaiah Pede right around between five and seven points. Tavon Austin between six and ten points. When it comes to Sam Bradford, Akbar, this is the guy who's the number six quarterback in fantasy. It's tough to start him against the 49ers defense on Thursday night, despite the fact he's had a pretty good season. Well, you know what, but you, I, I think he can still be productive. It is very difficult, but I think there's one thing to remember. They don't have Alden Smith coming off the edge, and that's very crucial when you think about not having Alden Smith by Sam Bradford one and a half seconds in the pocket. That's enough time for him to dissect this defense. And when you get a quarterback that has that much time in the pocket now, you talk about going from three seconds to four and a half seconds, that's a big deal. I think he can be productive in this game. I think last week was too much. I'm, I'm too chicken to start him this week. I mean, if he had a big week last week, I could do it. I can't do it this week. As far as the running backs go, I don't know that I can trust any Rams in the game tonight. Look, Dale Richardson, Isaiah Pete, the guy who intrigues me is Isaiah Pede. Maybe not for tonight, but for down the, down the road because he led the team in receptions last week. He was a big weapon out of the backfield. He ran the football a little bit too. Pede looks like he's the future. He's a second-round pick, so he's going to see the field. The Rams offense wants to play fast. Pede can give that to them. So I, I'd pick him up, keep him on your bench, and he could turn into somebody nice for you in a couple of weeks. Tavon Austin, he was bad. He was great. He was bad. What is he this week? Uh, I think he's good. He's good because he's going to be in that edge. Remember, I told you that Sam Bradford's going to have a one and a half seconds more because Alden Smith's not on the field. That means he's, he can check down. In the NFL, we call them check down Charlie. Sam Bradford can be a check down Charlie guy. Find Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin, when he's in open space, he can make things happen. I expect him on Thursday night football to make some stuff happen. So you think he's a Big flex? Points. You got him for 10 oh, points. He's absolutely. A flex yeah, yeah, he's my 10 point guy. That means he's my flex guy that I'm going to play if you're struggling in that area.
All right, let's take a look at the projections for the San Francisco 49ers for tonight. If you've gone all in on guys like Colin Kaepernick, Frank Gore, here's what we project. And an average to okay night for Colin Kaepernick. Remember, that's how things change in fantasy football. You get between 15, 17, 18 fantasy points. You need a better start out of your quarterback. Both Akbar and I like Frank Gore. Vernon Davis were kind of in lockstep in, as we are with the San Francisco 49ers defense. But Frank Gore, sometimes as simple as this, Akbar. Mike Wallace said after week one, I want the football. Had a huge week two. Antonio Brown said, I want the football after week two. Had a huge week three. Frank Gore said after Sunday, give me the football. So put Frank Gore in your lineup. When guys say they want it, when stars say they want it, you got to give it to them. Yeah, and the eyes in the sky doesn't lie. That's film. That's when the cameras are watching and coaches go down there breaking tape down. They saw what Murray did to this defense. Why can't they go out and do the same thing with Frank Gore, who's an elite running back? They got to get back to what they do best, and that's running the ball. Vernon Davis, questionable for tonight's game. Probably the true game-time decision. If he plays for the Niners, does he play for you? Yes, he plays for me. No doubt about it. If I have Vernon Davis and he tells me he's okay to play on the field, his hammy and his back and his mind and his arms and his feet are feeling good, <laughs> you play Vernon Davis. He's Any other a, body parts you missed there? Well, you know, gastrocnemius. That's the calf muscle. But, uh, <laughs> or the sternocleidomastoid. But anyways, but when you look at him, he's a wide receiver really playing tight end. He's big, bulky. He's the fastest guy probably on the team. He can stretch any team, especially the seam route, and that's where Colin Kaepernick is going to find Vernon Davis. He's going to be productive. Play him. Right, you sounded like a real monsoon. Are those real body parts? No, no, no. The sternal okay. mastoid is the neck muscle. Okay, the yeah. lower lateral collateral area of the back. <laughs> the Niners defense. This is, this is a big time change from a year ago. Last year, you played the Niners defense pretty much every week, but things are different now for the 49ers this year. Teams are running all over San Francisco. They're not the automatic start. If you have a better matchup, go with the better matchup. Pick up the Indianapolis Colts. Play the Jets against the Titans because they have better matchups this week than the Niners do. Take a look at a comparison now between the Niners' defense from 2012 and where they are right now in 2013. They've already allowed five rushing touchdowns this year. They allowed five all of last year. Rushing yards, 139 versus 94. Fantasy points, four versus nine. They cut their fantasy production in half. There's better things out there than the Niners defense. You sit the Niners defense. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right with you with the 49ers defense. And that's a hard one for people to, to actually comprehend because the 49ers is a name brand defense. But without Alden Smith, those defensive backs will be stressed and Sam Bradford could put up some points on them. All right, can't get enough fantasy football. As you watch TNF, check out the TNF Challenge presented by Lexus. Visit NFL.com slash TNF Challenge to make your predictions about the game and play the NFL's exclusive Thursday night fantasy game as you watch Thursday night football on NFL Network every week. Coming up, we're answering some burning questions to help you get your lineup set for the rest of the week. Did Tom Brady, Eli Manning, and Arian Foster really deserve a spot in your starting lineup? We'll tell you. Plus, if you're still looking for help on your roster on your roster for waiver wire week four, don't despair. We've got five great pickups that can make a difference when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Time now for Who's Got the Better Lineup presented by Head & Shoulders. This week, Michael Fabiano and Akbar Bajabiamila face off in an Experts League Battle Royale. Who's got the better lineup? Well, let's take a look. Here's Fobs and Akbar, lineup board you can compare and contrast. I'm going to give the advantage to Akbar at the running back position with Adrian Peterson and Reggie Bush over Arian Foster and Chris Johnson. Demarius Thomas over A.J. Green. Fabs gets one. He gets Jimmy Graham over Selleck. I like Wes Welker in the flex over Joyke Bell. Bailey slightly over Bryant. Bears have a great defense, but the Colts have the great matchup this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars, so it's going to come down to two positions to see who has the better lineup. So you've seen my picks. Now it's going to be Michael Vick 
versus Tom Brady at quarterback. Akbar, tell me why Vic has the advantage. Well, I can tell you first off, I mean, I'm 3-0 without ever even starting my starting quarterback, which is Cam Newton. Now he's on the bye. I'm going with Michael Vick. Look at the child run. Just look at him. 187 yards so far on the ground. That's the second in the NFL. He is a dual threat. He can throw the, he can throw the ball. Yeah, I know he's going up against Denver, but I think this fast-paced offense, even in the Mile High City, is still going to be very productive. You got to go with this guy. You know that thin air in Denver. You played in that, right? Oh, Oh, he's going to have trouble running with that thin air. I'm going Tom Brady here. Let's hope he's got his number one option in the passing game. But even if he doesn't, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game on Sunday night in Atlanta. Tom Brady is going to show the world that he doesn't need elite receivers to put up elite numbers. Tonight, Sunday night's the night for But Tom you do Brady. realize that he has 23 other quarterbacks that have more production than him. You do realize I that. Understand My boy that. Michael Vick is at number two. Hey, man, it's early in the season okay. right now. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. All right. I'm going to give the edge to Akbar simply because of the matchup this week in Denver. There could be 1,000 points scored in that game in the first quarter. So Vick has been hot. and a lot of hot hands from a lot of production. I, I really can't uh, say anything about that. 1,000 points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reggie Wayne. Akbar, I'm going to give you the first shot at Reggie Wayne having the advantage over Stevie Johnson. Well, yeah, look look who they're going up against. They're going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, we saw the Seahawks wide receiver, uh, Sidney Rice and, and Ben Tate. They had good games. And you mean to tell me that those guys are better than Reggie Wayne? I don't think so. Reggie Wayne is playing in this good offense that has now housed two elite running backs who I believe that can be out there, go out there and be productive. Trent Richardson and Mott Bradshaw. If you have a respectable run game, which they do, the passing game will open up. Andrew Luck is an emerging star. Reggie Wayne wins that battle, no doubt about it. Fabs, you got Stevie Johnson going in your flex. Uh, Stevie Johnson has more fantasy points than Reggie Wayne after three weeks. It's close, and I do like Wayne's matchup a lot, but E.J. Manuel seems to have tunnel vision to Stevie Johnson. He's already completed a bunch of passes to this guy. Stevie Johnson in the top 20 in fantasy points based on uh, NFL.com standard scoring at the wide receiver position, and I have confidence in Stevie Johnson. I am actually playing Stevie Johnson over Dwayne Bowe, who has a good matchup, but I have no faith in Dwayne Bowe at this point. Yeah, and you shouldn't, but I'll tell you right now, when it comes down to drafting right now, yes, I'm going to brag. I'm gonna, I'm, it's not even going to be a humble brag. I'm 3-0, and oh, okay? 3-0. and oh. I'm just letting you know. I'm, I'm playing the favor. I'm 2-1, and I got a better tie than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Akbar because he's a lot bigger than you. Okay. But number one, I like the matchup with Reggie Wayne, and I think what's going on with Buffalo, they threw the ball a lot last week. C.J. Spiller got hurt. If he's back this week, they want to be able to run the football, control it. I just don't think that they're going to throw it enough to make Stevie Johnson viable, so I'm going to give Akbar the Listen, advantage. I'm not saying this isn't going to be a tough matchup, but I think I could come through. I think the social social assassins will come through. Boy, social assassins? That. That's right. Adrian right. Peterson. Come on. There's Akbar. I'm giving Akbar the slight advantage over Michael Fabiano with a better lineup for week four. You want to submit your lineup for comparison? NFL.com slash genius. Now here's a trade that's going on. I want to get your opinions on right here, both your guys and you watching at home. In our Experts League, I proposed a trade to America's team, which is controlled by you, the fans. NFL.com slash America's team. Play in our Experts League. I need a tight end. I have some running backs to deal. I want Rob Gronkowski from America's team, and I'm going to trade Le'Veon Bell, make his debut on Sunday, and Eddie Lacy in exchange for Gronkowski. Now, the thing is, America's team has Martellus Bennett already. So this is why you should make the deal. Gronkowski is a luxury for you. When he comes back, I need a tight end. You need running backs. You know, Johnny Uhas, who runs America's team for us here at NFL Network, says, look, we need running backs. So that's why you should do look, the deal I, with I, me. You need running backs. I need your backup look, tight he, end. He's still politicking right now. I have tight end. But, but here's the deal. Relax. Don't panic. I know you're 0-3 right now, but don't give up. I mean, you got some really good running backs that have some really good upside. To give it up for Rob Gronkowski, who I've said all along is a guy that you would I wouldn't even draft, I'd say keep your running back. Did you call Gronkowski? 
a backup? Well, right now he will because he's not playing. Well, he's not playing right now. He's not playing right now. He's playing Martellus Bennett. He's back this week, and he's no backup. Well, thanks a lot. That's because I didn't pick your team, is it? Huh? That's because I didn't pick your team. That's right, Smith. All right, so again, NFL.com slash America's team. You can vote to accept or deny that trade. Still to come, if some of your top draft picks have let you down, you're not alone. We're helping you set your lineup, warts and all. But up next, we're getting jiggy with it at the Starters Club. Does Philip Rivers make it into fantasy football's most exclusive destination? Find out when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Na, 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 na. Welcome to the Starters Club, the exclusive fantasy nightlife destination. Your bench has some good-looking players, but are they starter club material? We'll have to see if they have what it takes to get past IDP and I. Who's up first? IDs, please. What's going on, guys? Phillip Rivers, quarterback of the San Diego Chargers. I'm in the top five in fantasy points right now. I'm in quarterbacks. What do you think? Pretty good. What uh, what do you got for us this week? Uh, Playing the Cowboys this week. What if I gave you 250 yards and two touchdowns? 250 yards, bro. There's a there's at least there's a 300. 300-yard minimum here. You know, I don't like this guy's throwing motion. Well, what is this? Yeah. Look what, at the, what about, look what at about if I went up to 301 in two touchdowns? And now you're being a wise guy, 301? Listen, man, I've been an elite hey, fantasy hey, quarterback hey, before. Hey, hey, you know what? I've seen this guy play before. I played Friend with him. Friend of yours? I played with him. Yeah. All, right. Well, All right. All right. It's on you if he doesn't work out. All right. All right. I'm liking things. Let's go. Yeah, Who's man. Next? Throw some more touchdowns in there. All right. Who's Josh next? Gordon. Josh Gordon. I'm getting... Josh Gordon. Can I help you? Hey, hey. I'm back Josh up. Gordon. Can I help back you? Up. I'm Josh Gordon. Can I? I had 19 targets last week, most in the NFL. I came back. I should have been here a couple weeks ago, I know, but I kind of got lost, but, but now I'm here. That's last week. What do you got this yeah, week? This, no, don't worry. I got 100 yards for you this whoa, week. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got, I got 100 yards. 100 yards? Yeah, Brian Hoyer's going to start. What? I'm the only guy catching passes. And, you know, Jordan Cameron's still going to well, be hey, fine. Hey, 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 slow your roll. First off, your part is so 1980. If you Whoa. go and give me two beautiful touchdowns, maybe I'll consider letting you in. Well, I'll, you know what? I'll give, well, look, we're the Browns, so I'll give you a touchdown. Do you right? I'll give you a hundred touchdowns. Stop. Stop. I'll, you, I'll give you a How do you spell your coach's name? I'm Josh Gordon. Get out of here. Get out of here. You don't know how to spell your coach's Wow. You guys are cold. Next. Please. What's up, guys? Listen, the law firm, he's old news. I'm the rook, the new blood in Cincy. Who check, are his, you? check his ID. Who I'm Gio. Deion Sanders told me I have the greatest name in football, Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard. Ben decent. I'll give you guys 80 yards and a touchdown. Look, pull up yards. into the club with your minivan. It's not going to work around here. No, you But it has the stripes. It has the Bengal stripes. Two touchdowns? Two touchdowns. Come on. Come here. That's what I thought. What do we got? You know what? You can have Ben Jarvis' uh, VIP booth. It's all yours now. All right, you're in. Thanks, yeah, dude. In. Pretty you soon are... it'll be mine. Next. Yeah, Keep That's it yours. moving, people. Keep it moving. What's up, guys? Le'Veon Bell, Pittsburgh yep. Steelers running back. How where are, are you? you? Where have you been? Uh, I don't know we where I've been, but you. I'm back now this week against I the Vikings. No, I have no idea why he's here right now. Who's that with you? Oh, this is my date, Liz Frank. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Hey, whoa, look here. whoa. You hey, can't anybody, come in here with that? Anybody that's been out with Liz Frank can't come in here. Oh like, Liz oh, Frank man, has what, been around. What if I gave you 85 yards this weekend? You can't guarantee that. You haven't even played this season. This dude is with Liz Frank. How are you going to bring Liz Frank Liz to the club? Frank this is, everybody's listen, been, no, no, no. Everybody's been always, out with Liz Frank. always at the club. No, no, no. That's why. We got to get. No, you can't bring that What if I threw in a touchdown? Nope, sorry, bro. Get out of here. You're out. Come on. Hey, why don't you go pick up some TY out in London? 
All right, who's next? Keep it moving, people. Yo, don't Keep call me, moving. Liz. Never call me again. Never. All right. Hey, guys, Bilal Powell. Hey, well, all right, all right. I was supposed to be here with some guys, but, like, Goodson I haven't seen in a long time, and right. Ivory is probably limping somewhere. But, look, I'm Bilal Powell. I'm the number one running back of the Jets. Like I that. gave you nearly 20 fantasy points last week. The running game is all mine. Nobody else is going to carry the football. I'll get the goal line carries. I'll give you another 125 yards this week. 125? Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you, I'll be honest with you right now, looking at this list, we don't, we just don't have enough running backs in the club right now. Yeah, we're, we're he's short the best, on He's the best-looking quarterback. He's the best-looking running back in here right look, now. Look, I'll yeah, even throw, I'll throw in a touchdown. I'll oh, throw in a touchdown. I'm going to get all the carries. I'm in? You're in. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Hey. The ball gets in. All right, hey, dude, hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Oh, hey, Ivory. Ivory, come on. Ivory's with me. Whoa, whoa, come whoa, on, whoa, Ivory. whoa. No, 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 no. Get out of here. Sorry. No bridge and tunnel, people. Get going. Guys, the hammy's getting I play for New York. You play for Jersey. Get out of here. I'll come back for you. I'll, Take I'll the bridge the back to New Jersey. And I'll come back. For, All right. I'll come back get in the club. Bit. Would you stop? Right. Let's go. Let's go to the board for our projected starters club. As you see here, we let in Philip Rivers, Giovanni Bernard. Le'Veon Bell, he's got a great matchup this week, but you still say no to that. You know, I say no, especially traveling all the way over overseas to play in London. Not a good fit. Try him next week. Too many people will also be chasing the points with Josh Gordon. He was great last week. Not so sure about this week. All right, that's going to do it for the Starters Club. Coming up, we've got our favorite waiver wire pickups of the week. Stick around. Want to win a million bucks? Try your hand at NFL.com's Fantasy's Perfect Challenge game. Pick the top fantasy players at each position this week, and you could win a cool million. Get started in minutes at NFL.com slash perfect. Guys, it seems simple, but it is really not that easy. So let's get into it here. We'll take a look now at the top players in fantasy so far this season by each position. So you would think in this game you would go all chalk, but that is not the case. Now, here's the lineup that would have been perfect a week ago. So you can't always just pick the best players. You have to take some risks and play the matchup. So, guys, give us some sneaky good picks this week that could be the top players at their position in week four. Well, you know, at the quarterback position, I like Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and this is a kid that I feel like a quarterback that's ahead of his time. You know, he can break down a defense, and this Jaguar defense, the secondary is struggling. He's got the run game behind him. He's got he's got the wide receivers to throw it to. I mean, he's got, you know, Reggie Wayne. I mean, so when you look at Andrew Luck, I think he could put up big numbers. I mean, this is not someone that you would think – could be that perfect challenge guy. It's Andrew Luck. And talk about sneaky good. Sneaky good with his legs. Yeah, he's running the ball, too. I mean, one of the things when he came out of the combine, he had the same measurables as Cam Newton. And now we're really starting to see it this year. He scored a couple of rushing touchdowns already. So, yeah, Andrew Luck, I love that play. Ran a 4-6-7 in the 40. Let's go on now to Trent Richardson, his new teammate. And uh, Pagano said, Chuck Pagano, the head coach, he's looking for the hot hand. This might be the guy. Yeah, he's going to go. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of opportunity here. And I really like the matchup going up against Jacksonville. That's basically what you want to do with this game. Look at the matchup, see who guys are playing. And last week, Trent Richardson got his feet wet a little bit, got to uh, play a little bit against the San Francisco 49ers. And the mentality, Chuck Pagano is going to use this as a great opportunity to build Trent Richardson's self-esteem in this new offense. This is a great opportunity. Give him the ball, let him run it, get in the end zone, and feel comfortable in this new offense. Good bet he'll shred that Jags D. All right, let's get to your wide receiver 
Akbar Wes Welker. He had seven of eight of his targets uh, catches on Monday night. Looking good. Well, you know, I like this because they're going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. That means that fast-paced offense is going to be on and off the field very quick. So that means you're going to have that defense on the field a whole lot. And they're in that thin air. That could wear them down. But nobody reads the defenses like an open book like Wes Walker. He knows where to sit in. He's a good fit for this. What I really like what he's done this year is that he's getting touchdowns. He didn't do that before in New England. Four TDs on the season. Jordan Cameron, he's a number one tight end now, right? We love this guy. This is somebody we were very high on early in the preseason. We are talking about a sneaky good play for the entire year. Jordan Cameron has been that guy. He has been sought after so much by whoever the quarterback is, whether it's Brandon Whedon or Brian Hoyer. They are looking for him, and most importantly, they are looking for him in the end zone, and that's where you make your he your perfect challenge points. Had three TDs on Sunday against the Vikes. Okay, moving on to the Saints' D. Akbar. Yeah, you know, I feel like Rob Ryan has really upgraded this defense from last year. Their D has really stepped up. They have seven sacks in the last two games. They're long. Only 295 yards per game. That's big. That's a big accomplishment for a defense. That's the fourth fewest in the league. They have this nasty attitude that they're playing. They are playing the way Rob Ryan looks, and that's rugged. This is a rugged defense. You see Kenny Vaccaro going out there, Ooh, yeah. hawking the ball down. This team, this defense could put up some big numbers. I'm talking about more than just a double-digit 10 points. They could give you a lot of points. Vaccaro's been a monster. Yeah. If you play in IDP leagues, if he's still available, pick him up. Sneaky good picks, guys, for your Thank team you. and obviously the perfect challenge. And that's a look at a few guys who might put up big numbers this week for a few more that you can pick up right now. Let's send it over to Jason Smith and Michael Fabiano. Gentlemen. I appreciate it, Molly, killing me seeing Antonio Brown on that board on my bench in like three <laughs> leagues. Awful. All right, it's Thursday night, and that means your waiver claims from Monday have gone through. If someone else snatched up the players you were targeting, we're here to help. Fabs, we're going to talk good pickups still available in most leagues, 75% of leagues or more. Right. And some of these guys out here, grab them, throw them right in your lineup. Number one, Jason Snelling, who's owned in just 10% of leagues. I picked him up last week. I was hoping over 16 fantasy points. He wasn't just a guy that was going to get goal line carries. Yeah. I played him as well in one of my leagues, in one of my nine leagues, and he definitely <laughs> bare fruit. He was very good. He has scored 12-plus fantasy points in two straight games. We know Steven Jackson is going to be out this week and maybe beyond. So Jason Snelling, as you mentioned, a guy who doesn't just get goal line carries. He'll get some early down work, and he can catch the ball in the backfield, too. All right, hoping to catch lightning in a bottle this week with Charles Clay with, with buy situations and injury situations, starting him at tight end. The thing you like about Charles Clay is he could also get you that rushing touchdown. Yeah, and Charles Clay could factor into guys who have Rob Gronkowski, right? If we wait for Gronkowski and he's a late and active on Sunday night, if you have Charles Clay, you can play him on Monday as insurance. Willis McGahee also on this list. He's available. Carried the ball eight times last week, which is what to be expected considering he was on a couch a week ago. Can you get Willis McGahee, throw him in the lineup? He's got a tough matchup this week. Yeah, I think if you're in a deeper league, he's a flex starter, but he's a weak flex starter at this point. McGahee can make an impact down the stretch. I'd like to see him get his football legs under him first. At this point, again, Jason, no more than a weak flex starter in leagues with 12 or more teams. Situation that is an absolute mess right now is the New England Patriots backfield. LeGarrette Blunt got all the carries a week ago. Brandon Bolden was in the mix. Of course, even Ridley right there in the middle as well. But LeGarrette Blunt owned in less than 2% of leagues. This is a guy that carried the ball the most for the Pats last yeah, week. Yeah, he saw a lot of his carries in the fourth quarter, though. So 
I'm not going to anoint him the number one guy in New England. I think it's still Steven Ridley. But if you're in a deeper league, Laguerre Blunt's worth a flyer at the very least at this point. Colts defense widely available, and we preach it all the time here on NFL Fantasy Live. Play the matchups on defense. It doesn't matter how good a defense is. When they're going against a very bad offense, yeah. they play great. Colts defense, less than 6% of leagues this week, Fabs. And uh, guess who's back at quarterback for the Jaguars? Your favorite. It's Blaine Gabbert, the turnover machine himself. So the Colts defense is a unit I've picked up in a lot of leagues, and we're telling you right now, if you don't have an elite defense and you stream that position, the Colts is a good one to get this weekend. Well, someone who was owned in less than 10% of leagues a couple days ago now, just creeping up to over 40%, but this means he's still available in a lot of leagues, is Bilal Powell and Fez. The running game is all his. Chris Ivory's going to be out a while. Mike Goodson has one more week. Then he's got to come back in from suspension. He had a phenomenal game week three against the Bills, 149 yards rushing. Who are some guys you would start him over this week? I can't believe I'm going to say this. C.J. Spiller. Uh, I'd start Bilal Powell over C.J. Spiller. I'd start him over Trent Richardson. Uh, some of the bigger names that don't have good matchups and haven't been as productive to this point. But Bilal Powell's a nice start. He was really good last week. The Titans don't have the greatest run defense in the National Football League. And as you said, he is going to see a lot of carries. You actually came in today wearing a Bilal Powell jersey. Or was that Adrian Morrell from back in the day? It was. I, I got rid of the Morrell and I crossed uh, it out okay. put Powell on the back. I can't believe it, though. The Jets, they have some fantasy value suddenly. And he's in the starters club. He is. I know. <laughs> hey, listen, if IDP and rank let you in, you're in. All right. Now, here's some guys you want to pump the brakes on, some guys who had some good weeks a week ago, but you might just want to grab him and put him in. We've been waiting for years for Jake Locker to hit it. He's going to mature. He had a nice week last week, but can you start him this week? I wouldn't even pick him up. Uh, the Chargers' defense is terrible. That's why I love Tony Romo this week in that matchup against San Diego. Locker, hey, good game. Rushed for a bunch of yards. Looked pretty good, but he was still inaccurate overall. I'm not touching Jake Locker. Tougher matchup this week. The Jets' defense, six sacks yes. of E.J. Manuel, so a mobile quarterback. Right. He still got to him. This is a tough matchup. Also, tough for Brian Hartline. He had a touchdown. You think, all right, maybe he's seeing the catches that Mike Wallace is getting, but pump the brakes on Hartline. I just don't trust him. He's all or nothing at this point, and this weekend, I just don't like the matchup. Yeah, it's hard. The Dolphins offense, for the way they throw the football, you're looking for guys to produce. And really, outside of Mike Wallace, there's nobody else to trust. And as Akbar said, the Saints defense has actually been pretty good against the pass this year. Yeah, when's the last time we said that? Saints defense has been pretty been good. Been a while, yeah. yeah. All right, coming up, we're breaking down the injuries that could make or break your fantasy matchup this week. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Sunday, NFL game day is there to start and end your football Sunday with exclusive interviews and a Hall of Fame cast. NFL game day starts Sunday at 7 a.m. Eastern, live on NFL Network. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Jason Smith here alongside our resident fantasy medical analyst, Dr. Neil Gadadra. If you are in a doctors-only fantasy league, it's, it's you and Dr. James Andrews, right? Those are your first right. two picks? Right. Has to be. Okay, we'll see. There we go. Hey, I love a guy who's confident about what he does for a living. Now... When it comes to Danny Amendola, we're going to talk about some injuries here, get some inside information. You hear the phrase, torn off the bone, you get a little, ooh, it sounds awful, but this is actually better for Danny Amendola. Yeah, and that's interesting. So if you look at this prop here, I'll show you. This is a half a pelvis. This is half of your hip bone and pelvis. And if you look at this green spot here, this is where the adductor muscle attaches. It goes from your pubic bone down to your hip bone. And what happens is it actually lets your legs come in. So it's like that machine you like doing all the time at the, at the gym. Oh, sure. You know the one where you bring your legs in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the yeah. one. Okay, to work yeah. on your inner thighs. Sure. But it's, it's important in players that do a lot of lateral movements. Now, the reason why it's important for Amendola is that if, if you try to fix it, which you can do and which surgeons do do, you're looking at three months of recovery. And he'll come back and he'll be able to play. 
if you cut it and leave it as is, there are other adductor muscle groups that will take over what he's doing anyway. So for patients that have long-standing tears or, or pain in, in, in the adductor muscles, we'll actually go in and cut it anyway. Because, like I said, the other muscle groups will just come in and take that'll, over. That'll make up for what it'll it is, so he's okay. So instead of waiting 12 weeks after surgery, he can come back within four to six weeks and just go and play. Risk of re-injury, big, little? It's torn. Who cares? All right. <laughs> All right, Rob Gronkowski, we know now it's more about the forearm than anything else. Why the, the wait for so long to bring him back from this forearm injury? Well, and speaking to some of my sources with the team, you know, whenever you, whenever you look at a forearm fracture that's had a repeat surgery or two, scarring, infection, you always have to be concerned about two things. One is pain, and the other is a risk of re-injury. Now, he's gotten to the phase now where we're not worried as much about the bone. Anytime a bone has gone through an infection, it takes longer to heal, and you have to be more cognizant and worried about it. But now that we've had enough time, that's, that's, gonna be, that's not going to be the issue. The issue more so is going to be the pain that he's having at this time. And the less pain he has, the more, as a doctor, you know his bone is doing well. All right, when we look at hamstring injuries around the NFL, we always get hamstring injuries, and some guys can't seem to avoid it. Miles Austin has a hamstring injury every other week. Chris Ivory re-injured a hamstring. Steven Jackson is out a couple weeks with a hamstring. Why does this keep coming back and keep nagging for so long? And like you said, it's one of the most nagging injuries that a player can have. If you look again at this half pelvis, I'll show you. This is the front. Your hamstring is actually attached to the back. And if this is your tailbone, this is called the ischium, and the hamstrings attach here. And the key is is they, they attach here they go across your entire thigh and onto your knee. So they have two functions. One is to prevent your leg from completely swinging up, and the other is to actually bend your knee. So for high-end explosive athletes, receivers, DBs, or running backs who rely on sprinting, it does two functions. And so it's a lot of strain and stress on that muscle group. So when you have different types of injuries, grade one, grade two, grade three. Grade three being the most serious. It's a tear. Right. Grade two is a partial tear, and grade one is just a sprain. For somebody like Austin, who has a grade 2 with a partial tear, when it heals, it heals back with scar tissue. Scar tissue is not going to be as good as normal tissue. So when he goes back out and plays again, you got to remember, if, he, if 20% of his tissue scars, then that's 80% function compared to somebody that has 100% of their tendon. So he is at increased risk for injury. And guess what? If you re-injure it the second time, it's even easier to re-injure it third, fourth, and fifth. These are one of those nagging injuries that you'll see Miles have this year, next year, and the year after. I wouldn't be surprised if it just keeps popping up over and over again. All right, plenty of people want to know about Percy Harvin as well. He says, I'll be all good after week seven. He says, my doctor is amazed. Guy who just had hip surgery. What's the realistic uh, timetable expect him back in being Percy Harvin? Right. So, again, if we look at this prop, what I'll show you is you that. You brought the right one this week, by the way. For, for once, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, what, in the hip joint, you know, there's cushioning in the hip joint. It's called the labrum. It's like the meniscus of the hip joint. And when it tears, it tears like a hangnail. And just like a hangnail, it's annoying when you make certain movements, like pivoting and cutting, which Percy does. I have one right now. Exactly. Yeah. And the best way to do it, you can either chop it off or glue it back down, right? I don't know what you like doing, but <laughs> besides fingernail polish. So the key is he had it actually anchored back down. For that to heal takes 10 to 12 weeks. I mean, no, even though you fix it, it doesn't mean it's healed. You still need 10 to 12 weeks, and that includes rehab and getting your muscles back to where they used to be. So for Harvard, I think it's more realistic for a kind of a Thanksgiving time frame than it is earlier. If he comes back earlier, he's at increased risk of re-injuring again. So as a fantasy owner, you got to be very careful because if he goes back before it's fully healed and re-injures it based on the movements he makes, then you're looking at a bad situation. Right, so don't expect Percy Harvin if he comes back sooner or later as long as he stays healthy. Exactly. Real quick, how about RG3? Some players say Pierre Garçon says he's not the same RG3. Right. When will he back to being Robert Griffin III? Right, and that, it's, it's a common topic of discussion. And I'll tell you, if you look at Adrian Peterson from last year, 
if you look at his first eight games versus his second eight games, you can see an explosive progression right at the eight-game mark to where he started getting tons of yards. Reason being, he felt more confident in that knee. Same goes for RG3. I think the team will be more confident in his knee, and he'll be more confident in his knee kind of midway through the season. You have to get the rust off, and you have to get out there and, and, and run. And I think once he sees that his knee is actually stable and doing quite well, then I think you'll see him actually do a lot better, just like Adrian Peterson did last year. So I look to see the same progression that you saw with AP. All right, Doctor, appreciate your time. Maybe next time you can bring a whole pelvis. <laughs> Maybe you can do that adductor machine exercise next time. Sure, I, I will try that right after we get done with the show. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All Still right, to come, you. which running back should you be starting this week and which ball carriers aren't worth the risk? We're giving you our recommended starts and sits for week four as NFL Fantasy Live continues. A few burning questions to get to before you finish setting your lineup for week four. A lot of the top players in fantasy just haven't performed the way we thought they would. And, guys, Tom Brady entered week four as the number 24-ranked fantasy quarterback. Right. Ranked. How concerned are you about him this week? I'm not concerned about Tom Brady. As soon as Danny Amendola comes back, as soon as Rob Gronkowski comes back, Tom Brady of old will also come back. So don't be too concerned about him. Get him in your lineup, especially starting this week. He's going to have a great game. All right, Julius Thomas, he's been great so far, Akbar. Can he be a top-five fantasy tight end? Yes, he can be a top-five t- fantasy tight end. I look at Tony Gonzalez as the godfather of athletic tight ends, and you're looking at now, look at his disciples. Guys like Julius Thomas, he's just eating up the middle of the field, the seam routes. I like Julius Thomas to be a top-five, no doubt about it. Fab's top-five guy for you? Absolutely. With Peyton Manning throwing him the football, yes, he is. All right, Mike Glennon is all the con- all the attention on him this week, making his debut for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you need to see from Mike Glennon to want to pick him up? I, I want to see long passes. I want to see a big day. I want to see him be aggressive downfield because if he can do that, he can open up new dimensions in this Buccaneers offense. If he gives me 325, 350, and a couple of long touchdowns, a kind of game like Geno Smith had last week where he shows you can stretch the field, then there's some interest in him. Well, there'll be interest, but, I mean, even though Geno had that big game last week, we weren't rushing to pick him up off the waiver wire. The quarterback position is deep. Yeah, and not to mention, too, when you look at Glennon, he's got to have some mobility to get out that pocket. All right, Arian Foster Fabs, when's his breakout game going to be? It's not going to be this weekend against Seattle. I say it'll be next weekend against San Francisco. That's right, I've said it, against the Niners, wow. who have allowed more <laughs> fantasy points to running backs than any other team in the National Football League. You do not league. like this 49ers defense, do you? <laughs> There's nothing to like about them unless I'm starting my running back against them. It's, it's just a different year for the Niners defense. They yep. give up. They, you can't fall victim and say, okay, they're going to be who they were last year. Trot them out there. Play the matchups. You fall in love with the name, and it's just – but, yep. you know, but still, it's a good team, and it's going to get a lot better. All right, just a couple minutes left, so let's get into our two-minute drill. Two minutes on the clock, starts or sits. Here we go, oh right? Boy. Alex Smith, start or sit this week? Burn me too many times with the matchup, I sit him. Start. Sit. Don't trust him. All right, Fab, C.J. Spiller. You got to start him, but I'd prefer to sit him. <laughs> you know, I'm going with starting C.J. Spiller. I, I mean, you took him that high, you got to play him. I'd like to make an example out of him and sit, put him on the bench, but he's starting for me. <laughs> yeah, I have to start him. I have no choice but to put him in my lineup. All right, Darren McFadden ranked starter. Darren set. McFadden's going up against the Washington Redskins, which means start him. Yeah, I mean, that's a matchup thing. Start him. Start him. David Wilson, depending whether he carries the ball with one arm or two, are you starting David Wilson? Heck no, sit him. Yeah, you sit David Wilson because he is playing scurred. Not scared, scurred. scurred. He's still getting the carries, though. Scurred. Even though with all that, sit him. Oh, he has wounded so many fantasy teams so far. Owen Daniels, Fab, start or sit? You probably have to start him, but he is a sit this week. This is a bad matchup against Seattle. Yeah, you have to start him with Finley and Olsen out. You, I mean, on, on buys, you got to play him. 
It seems that, yeah, it seems like there's a lot of guys who are not playing this week. you got to start Owen Daniels. Yeah, Charles Clay is the best guy available in a lot of leagues in the fantasy wild. We'll tell you about that. I'm not Charles Clay. I love Charles Clay because I'm starting him this week. <laughs> Julian Edelman ranked starter set. I'm starting him. I, I like Tom Brady. I like New England this week. I'm starting yeah. him. He's the only dependable receiver that they have, so I'm going to go start Especially him. Especially in a PPR league, I'm starting him. All right, how about Le'Veon Bell across the pond? Starting him as a flex because the matchup is favorable. You know what? I am sitting him down because he's got Liz Frank. He's, he's, he's coming in, in with Liz Frank club. at the starters club. I can't. No, you can't mess with him. You got to sit him. You got to give him time to develop. Remember, he hasn't been in the game yet. Listen, when when Akbar went on break, I let Le'Veon Bell into the oh, starters club. Right. So he's in there. What was, he doing? Sorry. what was he drinking? Tea? Sorry, bro. He's in the starters club. There's not a lot of number Toast one running backs out there. He's got the Vikings as well. How about Eddie Royal? Eddie Royal, two targets last week. I'm sitting him. I'd start him as a three against the Cowboys. Their defense hasn't been great. You know what? I've got a sneaky suspicion that Vincent, VJ uh, uh, is going to be the guy. I'm saying no. Uh, sit him. Vincent, Vincent Brown's yeah, going to be the Brown guy. Because yes, you've liked Vincent Brown yes. for a long time. Yep. All right, remember, you can check out NFL Fantasy Live every Sunday, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, leading up to the early games on NFL Red Zone and live on NFL.com. And check us out every day during the week, 5 p.m. Eastern, on NFL Network. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.